So we're going to do in Torah Oir in <coughs> Parshas Vayigash, <coughs> the second mimer that begins with the words Vayilakit Yosef as Kol Akesar Nimtzoberetz Mitzrayim, Vayove Yosef as Akesar Beisopare. The simple verse, of course, the Hasidic and the purpose of his interpretation varies altogether from the simple meaning. He just uses the verse as an opening, but he explains it to us in our service of Hashem. Basically, the Mimer is there to give us an inspiration and to give us strength to go ahead and serve Hashem with all of our energy and in the right way so that we have the proper results. And the Mimer too is going to bring out from the physical thing that the Pasik talks about that happened the inner and deeper meaning of things. Now the Pasik says that Yosef collected all the money because he supplied food to all the people. Nobody had food to eat. There was a hunger. So he collected all the money that was found in the land of Egypt. Everybody took the money that they had and they brought it to Yosef. What did Yosef do with the money? He brought this, the money, the Kesef he brought to the home of Padre. says, Hine, behold, Amr Razal, our sages tell us, Sholish Matmoinios Hitmin Yosef. Yosef hid three treasures in hiding places. You know, he took from the monies of what he received. He made basically three treasures out of that. One of them was revealed to Koirach. We know that Koirach, the one we read in the Torah who battled against Moshe Rabbeinu, he was Moshe Rabbeinu's cousin. And he battled against Moshe Rabbeinu, he riled everybody up. Uh, he was very wealthy. I guess it was part of it was his wealth that gave him that a sense of confidence that he needed to challenge Moshe Rabbeinu. So he, how did he get so wealthy? You think he was so smart? You think he was uh, worked so hard? No. The Gemara says he found one of them, one of those treasures that Yosef hid, he went and he found it. And then another one, Nigla Lantuninus. It was revealed to Antoninus. Antoninus was a very wealthy king. He was actually friendly with one of the great rabbis, with the Rebbe, with Rabbi Huda Anossi. And a lot of times when we want to bring an example of people that had wealth and they were able to afford more than the usual people, we bring an example from Antoninus that he can have like uh, summer uh, vegetables during the winter, which was a very expensive uh, prospect at that time but yet he was able to have that so that was Lantuninus and then one, yet the third one is Gnuzo, is hidden for the righteous for the futures to come, they're going to get the third one, now we're talking about treasures over here, now we're going to explain also, people have treasures in their hearts different parts and different ways of treasures that people can use one reveals to the level of Korach, one to the level of Antoninus, and one for Tzadikim Lohs is lovely. See what the Bible explains. 
In order to understand this, uh, this statement of their sages, behold, it's written, Oir Zarua It says that there is a light that has been sown for the righteous, for the tzaddik. There is a light that has been sown for the righteous. Now, we know in the Pasuk it says, in the Pasuk in Chumash, Mereshis, it says the Hashem created the light, right? And then the Pasuk says, Vayavdil. Hashem separated. Rashi brings down two interpretations. One of them is that Hashem saw that it's not proper to have the sun and the light serve in sort of chaotically without a clear boundaries. So God distinguished the boundaries and placed the sun to serve during the daytime and the moon during the nighttime. Uh, but this was even before the moon. It's, it just says when Hashem created the light. So Hashem already made boundaries for the light when the light should serve. But then the Rashi brings down another interpretation that God saw that the light that he created was so powerful. That's the first light that God created in the three days, first days of creation, which it says eventually God hid it and he created the lesser light, the light that we get from the sun. But what did God do? He separated. He placed it for the tzaddikim for the future. He placed that sun for the tzaddikim of the future. So he says... That when the Pasik says, tzaddik, that there's a light that is sown for the tzaddik, so it's known the Hainu Bikinas that is the first light. That is the first light that it says in the Pasik Before we have the Shemesh that it should be for for light and for as the Pasik says later on. But right in the beginning, so it says the Ghanis Ayr Kadmod, earlier light, Davinoir Misaifa Alma at Saifa Alma, that from one end of the world to the other end of the world, from Saifa Ilam at Saifa Ilam, the Ghanis Kutshabrihu Latsadikayo, God hid it for the righteous. What does it mean that God hid the, the, the light for the righteous? The Inyan Agonizazois Yuvon, to understand this hidden light, we'll understand it. The Hinei Bavoides Hashem, in one service to God, Yimotzei Beis Bechinas Umadregis, you can be found, there can be found two levels, two steps, Ba'avas Hashem, in the love of a God. Ha'alef, number one, Hu Bechinas Ha'ava Ha'neledes Vinimsheches, Min Ha'izbaninus, one level of love is a love which is born and it extends from one's meditation in the blessed Ein Sof's greatness. Greatness. When you contemplate the greatness of the Ein Sof, that will bring about a birth and extend a level of Ava in one's uh, heart. When a person will deeply think about the exaltness of God's, of His blessed greatness, he will be born from that an excitement 
with a desire vihis lahavus and a flame uh, a love yisbarich to Hashem to blessed Hashem to him ki lefi sikhloi yuhulal ish a person will be praised according to his intellect which means the person's praise that he gives to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his level is based on his intellect, meaning based on his meditation, based on his contemplation of the blessed in self. Uh, that, the emotions, the emotional pull, whether it's chesed and yira, Etc. Of the, of the midos, chesed gvura or av and yira, they are a result. They extend and they follow after one's intellect and one's meditation. Avazu This level of love is a level of a new birth. It's a new creation, new level of love. That took place through by means of the intellect and meditation. So that's a level of love. But there is a second level in the level. That is which is called the hidden love. Shehi ha'ava, that is the love sheyesh b'teva told us hanefesh alikis. That's in the nature that the godly soul is born with. She chavtsa b'teva, she naturally desires liskalal be'in sof baruchu to be included in the blessed ein sof. Because Yehu Mekoyra because that is its source and root. Ella, that love that we're talking about, that natural love, by him it's in a level that it's totally blocked, totally obscured, greatly obscured. How do you bring that natural love out into the open? So That is through meditation. So one level of meditation creates a kind of a new love. The other level of meditation creates, doesn't create, brings about a love which is already inside and it's hidden and brings it out to the open. Betanya, as it says in the Tanya. Vinimtso. So it turns out, Kshiyotsas el hagilui, al yidei ha hisbaninus, when it goes out into the open through his meditation, enzoi halode chadosha minasechel mamish. This isn't a new birth from the actual intellect, shemimenu noila da'avo that from it the Ava was created. It's not a new Ava. It wasn't an Ava that was created through the intellect. That love already was from the beginning in the soul. 
The only thing it was hidden. Through the meditation, it came out from the hiding into the open. And this is the concept of the saying of our sages. They say, When the wine enters, the secret comes out. So notice over here too, it's not that something is created. It's not the secret is created, but the sowed, the secret, that which was hidden, comes out into the open. It's not a new uh, level of connection of love to Hashem. Pirush soid, the meaning of the word soid over here is ubechinas ahava mesuteres hanal. That is the level of the above mentioned hidden love. And it's going out into the open. That is through the meditation. The wine is meditation. And the wine, the meditation brings out the secret. The meditation, that's called that's the wine of Torah. That's the wine. says and in truth the greatness of and the level of this hidden love he it's bigger and it's more than the level of love which is born out of one meditation, the new one. Although that is a new creation. And this natural love is not a completely new level. Afa became still the root of the second level is greater. The love which is created, which is born out of the meditation, is lower than her in level. But it has not descended so much like the above mentioned hidden love. So the hidden love deteriorated, was lowered into a lower level in the soul in which the upper level, which is not, which is lower than the level of the Ava, the, that comes through meditation. But once you tap into that natural love and you bring it out to the open, that level of love is more powerful, more greater than the love that comes that you created into being. It's going to bring out now in the parentheses. Like it says in the Tanya, that this hidden love, when it comes out into the open, nikras ava rabba. That's considered the great love. 
שלמיילו מאהבס אילום, which is above the level of what is known of the avas of the world, שמבחינס איזבוננוס, that avas אילום is from the level of meditation. ואיין מה שכוסוב לקמון, look what I've written later on, I'll posik on the verse chachlili, uh, that's part of the blessing in Parshas Vaychi, is me'inyan av'arabe, from the inyan of av'arabe v'ahavas o'ilom. Those are the two levels of av'a. One is called the great love, and one is called love of the world. And the love of the great love is greater. That's the natural love that is brought out to the open. So, now, v'hine, v'chinas u'madreges Yosef, the behold the level of the tzaddik elyon. That's in reference to Yosef, who is considered the tzaddik elyon, the tzaddik of above. Who bechinas averabe hamasuteres. That is the hidden love. That's the great hidden love. Sheyesh bechol nefesh mi Yisrael. Every Jewish person has that. That level is referred to the Yosef, the Yosef HaTzadi. Whose root is very high. That is the level of Yosef. That is the level of Yisoyed. The Hainu, that is what is the level of Yisoid? The Hainu Bechinas Yud Soid. The word Yisoid is one of the six Midas, right? So you have Chesed Gevura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoid, Yisoid. The sixth one, the lowest of the Midas, is Yisoid. Remember the Ava, this hidden love goes down further than the other levels of Ava. But yet, it is a more powerful level. So this is the level, the level of Yosef, which is the level of Yisoid. Also in the order of the Tzadikim, yeah, so you, you, you have uh, the level of Yosef, which is also applicable to all, to all people. Usually we know that the uh, forefathers, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, inherited their level to all the Jewish people. That's why we call them forefathers. What does it mean, uh, a father? A father means that he has a direct connection to the uh, people that follow him. The tribes, on the other hand, in generally, are considered to be only the leaders or only their level, only applicable to their immediate tribe. So, for example, those people that come from the tribe of Ruvain, they're connected to the service of Ruvain. Shimon to the service of Shimon. But Yosef is different. Yosef, amongst the tribe, also has a relationship not only to his particular tribe, uh, which was later on turned out to be actually Menashe and Ephraim. It was divided into two separate groups. But Yosef himself turns out that he has a connection to the entire Jewish people because as we read in this parsha, in the parsha of Vayigash, 
Yosef basically sustained all the families while each tribe lived with their families, but Yosef was the one that supported and gave food and fed, basically, he had this whole family come down to him to Egypt, and he took care of everybody, taking care of everybody, the Tillim, it says, he led them like sheep, like Yosef, so we see Yosef has a connection more than just to his tribe, he has a connection to Kalal Yisrael, so this level of Yosef at Tzadik is also represented in the Yisoid, in the level of Yisoid. The Zehu Pirush, and this is the meaning of Oir Zorua La Tzadik, the hidden, the son, the light that is on to the Tzadik, Shubchinas Oir Kadmo Shegonzoi Le Tzadikim. That is the earlier light, the first light that was hidden to Tzadikim. So what does it mean, the first light, in this context? The first light meaning the greater level of love. That is the great level of love. Which is way higher, higher and higher. From the level of which is also called oil. Because ki oir hubchinas chesed, any level of chesed of kindness is called oir. He's going to say his level of ava, whether it's avas oilam, whether it's ava uh, raba, they're still connected to the level of kindness. V'yesh chesed oilam, there is a kindness of the world hubchinas ava and mshechas ben aseichel. That's a love which comes from one's intellect. That's avas oilam. That's the isbonus. But the light, the earlier light, that's a level of great love. It's above the intellect. And that is taken not chesed, but multiple chesed. Lots of, lots of chesed. In the level of a chazdim, my kindness from you will not be removed, meaning that it's always there with you. So, chazdi, that is called the chazdi of Hashem. It's a higher level than the chesed, which is the experience of meditation, which is the person's creation. That is chesed. But this is chazdi me'it chaloyomush. And it never leaves you because it's always there by the person. So what happened with that love? Elo that he hid this for the tzaddikim in the level of Yosef who is a tzaddik of the world which means what does it mean which means that's the depth the Yosef which we each, which, which we each one possesses in his soul and from there, it's planted, it's sown by each person of Yisrael. Bechinas Ava now, level of Ava. Eloshehim Suteres, bechinas Gniza, besoid vehelam. But rather, it is hidden in a way that it's hidden and it's a secret and it's blocked. Venichnas Yayin Yotzusoid Kinaskar Leil. And this is hidden, and it's a secret, and it's obscure. 
It's there, but it's not open. The yayin goes in, the yenish Torah, you bring it into the person, the level of yenish al that level of his boninus, that brings it out from the open, that nichnas yayin, side, the true side of the person comes in. We find also many times that that's the secret of the Jews, of who's the, the strength of a Jew, that sometimes in the open, here we're talking about a level of expression of one's love to Hashem within the framework of davening, you know, what kind of level you can express, but on a lesser, on a lower level, we also have that spark of Judaism that we say that every person, every Jewish person possesses, that notwithstanding sometimes what the outer layers or what his external looks like, but he still has that inner spark, which when you can bring in that wine to take out the secret that the person has in himself, you can touch very deeply and you can see all of a sudden the great love and the the, the, and the return to Hashem, as we know of about Teshuvah, is even greater, it's more force than even the regular love. But just to, um, we're going to learn later on more about Yosef HaTzadik, but just the connection is, because with Yosef, this whole idea, because Yosef was a tzaddik within Mitzrayim. You know, I mean, his brothers were always tzaddikim in the open, in the revealed way, which means they had the environment, they had the support system, they had a revealed sort of connection to Hashem. But because it was revealed and because it was something they worked on, they were shepherds, they meditated, they were separated in a way from the world. So their level of love of the brothers was sort of a revealed level that they worked on and openly uh, they were connected to Hashem. But Yosef, on the other hand, he lived in Egypt. He lived amongst the Goyim. He was also involved with the running of the government with Pharaoh and and uh, all the people there with the Egyptians and handling all this stuff. And so by him, that level of tzaddik had to come out in many times. He was tempted with the wife of Potiphar and other situations in which he found himself in more precarious and more situations where he was sort of, his love was hidden and he had to bring out that love. I mean, the Rebbe doesn't articulate this idea, but the general idea of Yosef being a tzaddik elyon and being hidden and being there all the time, it says that Yosef was, uh, saw the image of his father when he was, you know, about to fail, but the, that image of his father, maybe that's that yayin that came in and this sight in the very simple level. But we'll see, we'll continue tomorrow, Mitzvah to see how it uh, develops over here. Um, so we're talking about the two levels of Ahava that we uh, have in ourselves. One is a created Ahava that comes through meditation. That is called Ahava's Olam. Then the Ahava Rabbe, that's a love that comes, that is really within us. It's only a matter of having to reveal that. Um, he says that that is actually a more powerful love the, it's called the Avarabba that is within us, but when you bring it out into the open, and he says that's the level of Yosef HaTzadik, and that's the level that it says that there was a light that was created 
um, in the sheishis and mebreishis that Hashem gave to the tzaddikim for the future, uh, that is the hidden, Hashem hid it for the tzaddikim, that means the, hid, the hiding represents that level of Yosef HaTzadik, the tzaddikim, that means that inside of ourselves, our level of Yosef that's within us, and that's that hidden love, and um, we have the yayin, the wine that brings out the secret, which is Nichnes Yayin, Yotzo Soit. So he continues today and he says, Valpizeh, Yuvon Gamkein. According to this, we can also understand, Mashikosu Bizoyar Terumom, this that it's written in the Zohar in Terumom, that's Anduaf Kuf Samachvov, page Kuf Samachvov, Omed Bey, side B. And Daf Kuf Samach Zayin, Omed Aleph, and on page. 167 side A. That's in the Zohar. That's in the Zohar. He's giving you the reference to the place in the Zohar. Yeah. So there it says, uh, He says, Hashem planted it into the Garden of Eden. Ginsa, the Garden, the Idnuya of Eden. Al-Yidei, through the fact that Hayit Tzadik, that is, this Tzadik, the Ihu Ganono de Ginsa, he is the gardener of the garden. So in other words, the light is in the garden. So then you have the gardener who takes care of the garden. Uh, and he, the Tzadik, takes that light. He's the gardener. He takes that light. And he sows it a sowing of truth. But during the exile, it's a garden in which the gardener doesn't go into. In other words, there's nobody taking care of the garden, sort of. There is no gardener there. And that light, which is constantly sown, Ovid uh, even, it makes uh, blossoms like the even the. Um, I'm guessing. I mean, this is Zohar for me. It's not. Uh, well, it's not easy. Well. Not this is words of the Zohar. Uminein umegarmei is darekikadmaisim. Okay, I'm touching it. I hope I'm translating it correctly. It means from it and from it's it, it it's sown like the beginning, like because you have Ashazari boy, you know that you from the garden you go ahead, you take the seed, and from this you sown again. Oh. By whom? Okay, so let the Atarebbe is going to touch the Zoya now. So we're going to see what it means. So this is the words of the Zoya. It says we're going to understand the words of the Zoya. So I'm just. Hoping that I translated, basically we'll see, that I translated the uh, words correctly, and now we'll see what the meaning of it. Zohar, is that Aramaic? Yes. But they have today different translations already, but... Uh, yeah, I heard about this guy, uh, Daniel Matt, who's translating Zohar into English. He was given a huge amount of money from some family, Pritzker. And he's got, you know, volume after volume after volume. It's like a lifetime project. Mm-hmm. All by himself, I think. 
Okay. So is he a, is he a religious man? Is it the? I I just I don't know really much about him other than he wrote once a little volume on the Zohar, a little translation, like Gershom Sholom. Yeah, but you know a lot of these uh, writers and people. I mean, they're you know like today there's a very popular the Kabbalah. Oh, he's, not, he's a scholar, more. Yeah, but you know, but also you know you have he's to be very you have to be very careful yeah, uh, to make like sure a, that these are authentic. Uh, no, he's not places. one of those cult people. Yeah. He's okay. So okay. But yeah. still, even those that are not that are just trying to, it's just like the Torah. You can't just approach it from the very simple level. You have to have the right. Uh, you know, the right background and the right, right basis, right. and you have to uh, know and understand where it's all coming from. It has to be part of the system. You can't just from the outside come and say, I'm going to just take out the uh, yeah. uh, learning part of it no. because there's more, there's a lot more. Again, I'm not saying I don't know exactly. There's people like Madonna who, and, and those people who. They go to different sort of cult rabbis who. Uh, yeah, that becomes rabbis. more like a. Yeah, but he's not like a that. stylish thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll go back to it. But in any event, let's yeah, see here what he says. Where to? This is what we're learning now: is the Kabbalah authentic Kabbalah as interpreted by the Alter Rebbe in Hasidus? So we know this is the this is the intention, and this is the interpretation. Because even we don't study. Just Kabbalah in the mm. Kabbalah, because we, we, we also don't have a very. Uh, I mean, we. I mean, the ordinary average person, unless somebody who dedicates their lives and they become, they study Kabbalah. You know, there's Mukubalim. There's just uh, very few. But the ordinary people, we study the Kabbalah as it's interpreted in the Hasidus, uh, mostly in the Hasidus, not directly from the sources of the Kabbalah, by and large. Now, do you get to interpret going back historically from from the Ari and like from the Rizal? Yeah, because Arizal. there was different there was different branches of interpreting the Kabbalah too, but we go mostly by the Kabbalahs of the Arizal, okay? And the pre Chaim, Rav Chaim Vital. If you see, all the time the Alter Rebbe mentions is always most of the time. I guess the one who he mentions by and large the most would be the pre Chaim, would be Rav Chaim Vital. Whether it's the Tanya, whether it's the Hasidus, he was a student of the uh, of the Ari. So that's the Kabbalah that is followed uh, by us. Okay, but let's go on over here. Let's see what he says here. Ginsa, what is the meaning of the Ginsa? Ginsa, literally, we're talking about that's the garden, right? We're talking Gan, the Ginsa. So what is the garden? Hubichinas Hamshochas Hakavchut. So this is the, in the Kabbalah we have this concept that there was a kav, there was like a stick and a strand that came down from the malchus, level of malchus of the Ein Sof. There was sort of a one, one, one concept, one idea, one body, which was the Malchus Ein Sof, the infinite, the kingdom of the Ein Sof. And from that part, it was sort of a stick and a, and a string, a kav and a chut that came down from there uh, into the world. Um, there was, as the, it's described in the Kabbalah, uh, but let's, I don't want to go into the whole thing, but over here we're saying is, that the beginning of where does this strand, 
Where does this Kav and the Chut, known as the Kav and the Chut, where do they begin? They begin from the Malchus Dein Sof, the Bari Malchus Dein Sof. So that's the beginning. And then there is a string and a Kav that come from Malchus Dein Sof. At Shuresh is a Kav. So where does it start? It starts from Malchus Dein Sof. It starts from the level of Malchus, the kingdom of the infinite. I'm trying to picture it you know, on the diagram. Hold on one second. Okay. We're going to picture it. Until the end. Nikra, Hakoil, Bichinas, Ginsa. All this is called the Ginsa. Shu Bichinas Malchus. That is the level of Malchus. So the beginning of the Kav until the end is called the Garden. Until, which is all level of Malchus. He sends you to a look into a reference that's a commentary on the Zohar, which is known as the Migdash Melech in the parishes Boy Daflamid Hayomad Aleph, Bishem Horavchaim Vital in the name of Rabchaim Vital, Bipirush in the interpretation, Bechat Sadik Hulu, the Zohar begins to Hulu Ain Shom. Look over there. So apparently that's a support to his contention over here. Ukamaimer Hazal, and like the saying of our sages, just like a garden, a garden requires work to work the garden, which means you got a ladder, you got to dig around, you know, and you got to water it. You got a lizmo, you got to cut off the uh, weeds. the weeds. You got to or you got to get rid of the. No sh- wonder my I don't have a proper garden. <laughs> uh, it requires work. Yeah, which is shubichinas avodas habirudim. In the Kabbalic terms, it means it's the work of birurim, of to sort out things and put things in the right perspective. This is done through Yosef the Tzadik. So, just like in the physical world, there are two types of growing things. There is grain that has to be sown every year. You, you sow the ground again. Then they come up and they grow. And the second one, those are called the Svichim. That's what grows on its own. There is certain things that just grow. Perennials. 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 The other ones are called what? Annuals. Annuals, and this is called perennials. They just grow. It comes from a song that has already been once you sown in there. It just comes and produces again and again. They are called They are called the perennials of the ground or the sfichim of the ground which means the mekayma ara. They actually support the ground because they're always there. As opposed to the annuals, uh, those that you have to constantly, the grain that you have to constantly, they're not always t- connected to the ground. The main sustaining of the, of the land is these uh, perennials because they're always there. In other words, they sustain the land. And likewise, we find similarly in the world above, 
Hanikra Ginsa, which is called also the garden, we have base Bechinus Madregeselu. We have these two levels. The Hainu, that is, Bechinus Hamshachos and Mishachos Bab Bechinus Ria. There is something which is extended into the land, into that garden of above, which is in the form, in the level of sowing. As we said, the light that has been sown for the tzaddik. So you have the idea of sown. There is a level that it grows, that grows from the level of sfichim, meaning from the perennials that are there already, the hainu. That's already from what's been sown. And these Sfichim, those that grow on their own, So although it's not a totally new uh, being, bring, brought to being, it's not a new extension that has been extended now, because the, the perennials are in the ground already, they're there. There's nothing new. There's nothing new came in there. They're there in the ground. They're there from year to year. Right? So there's nothing new over there. But right now, what happens now is it's starting to grow. What was hidden in the ground already? It's already in the ground. The new perennial, the perennial comes out this year, comes out from what's in the ground already. So on one hand, it seems so well, there's nothing new about those, right? But we're saying that yet, yes, but mildly you say to, it has a, a greater advantage, which has a very higher source. And that is as mentioned earlier, with regards to the love which is hidden, when it comes out to the open, Hagam. Even though it's not like a new creation, as it would be in the love that has been born out of, has been created through the meditation. It's a Hakavshmai root. And the revelation of that hidden love, that is like the perennials. That the earth gives out the growth by itself. And from it, it's planted. Which means, uh, means uh, that from that, uh, that's the lotion and desire before. That from that love, from that love that was already sown in it, that was hidden. This is the light that was sown. So, basically, what he's saying is here is uh, that that light that comes, comes from what's in there already, uh, that is already in the ground, not a new thing. This is a very interesting analogy for the two different loves, is the two different growth that come out. You know, our service is compared, our love is considered to Hashem, our connection is considered like 
the growth that comes out from the ground. Uh, that's the hidden thing. So there is uh, the hidden love that is there, and it comes from within it. In other words, it's not a we're not planting something new, and that is called the main that sustains the ground because it comes from a higher root rather than the uh, item that we're just bringing in right now, which is the new love that we're creating. Uh, and he says, That love that we reveal has already been sown in the godly soul. But the love that is uh, born and is extended from meditation, which is called the Ava of the world, that's like the example of something that you saw now anew. Annual. Annual. Now all these plantings, it's all from the level of Yosef the Tzadik. He is called the gardener of the garden. He's called the gardener of the garden. From him the light extends in the level of Malchus, which is called the garden, which is the root of Neshamas Yisrael, of the Jewish souls. So to get more a picture, like you were seeking, more a picture of what we're talking about, what time we have? It's uh, 6.59. Okay. So to get more a little bit of a, of a picture of what we're talking about over here, um, I mean, to, to put it in sort of to try to get a physical sort of an imagination for it, um, you have the level of Malchus, of Atzilus. That's within the world of Atzilus, the level of Malchus. Malchus is considered the uh, root of the Jewish souls. So what takes place in Malchus is what takes place in the Jewish souls. So we're talking in its root, not in the... Later on it comes out individual souls and in, in particular and split up in different places. But we're all we're gathered in together as a whole, as our source, where we're all together... We call it the level of Malchus. In that level of Malchus, level of Malchus, there comes down from the Malchus de Insof, which is the infinite, and I'm pointing to higher because it's not higher or lower physically, but just to conceptually, from the infinite level of the Malchus de Insof, there comes down a Kavachut, there comes down an infusion of godliness and light and energy that comes from the infinite Malchus into the Malchus of Atzilus. Now, of course, it goes through Chachmabin, it goes through a lot of various different levels, but we're not going through all the levels over there. And when we say that we have uh, two levels of love, as it's interpreted into the level of Malchus, that means that the level of Malchus has two types of inspirations, it has two types of, in its root, 
two types of hamshachas that come down to the level of malchus in Atzilus, which is the source of the Nishamas Yisrael, two kinds of expressions of lights of Hashem. And the way he wanted to explain it later on, those two different lights can be equated, so to speak, to the two types of growth that the land grows. Because that malchus is considered to be like the garden. Now, someone is the one that brings down those lights that come down to the level of malchus, in the malchus of Atzilus, there is an identifying a person, so to speak, the identifying person who sort of brings down that level of the Ein Sof into, into the Malchus. Who is that? That's Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef the Tzadik, but Yosef the Tzadik really represents, he is Tzadik Yosef, he did it as an individual, but that represents that level that Hashem has brings about through the level of Yosef into the level of Malchus the Atzilus. So, Yosef is considered the gardener. What does it mean, the gardener? Yosef and, and the Torah, we're talking about the same Yes. Oh. Yosef the Tzadik is considered the gardener. Mm-hmm. The gardener means what? The gardener works the garden. He takes care of the garden. Yosef takes care of the garden. What does it mean? He takes care of the Jewish people, right? He took care of the Jewish people over there. Oh, yeah, right. So in this context, he's taking care in the spiritual level, he's taking care of what takes place in the Malchus of Atzilus. So Yosef is sort of the one that is bringing down these lights that are coming down into the level of uh, Malchus. Uh, he, he, he's the one that is in charge. He's the gardener. He's the one that brings it down. Now, we bring down these two lights. One light is already in Malchus. And what Yosef does, he has to reveal that light. Mm-hmm. The gardener has to, those are the uh, perennials. They're there, they've been already planted in there. Another level is bringing down a new kind of a, 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 of a light in the Malchus, which is represented by the two aspects of a person's uh, trying to connect in this world over here to Hashem, whether it's through his inherent, innate, uh, love to Hashem that he has to only come out to reveal, or it's by having to create a new light in himself, which comes from there. And um, the the point that he says here is that there is a light that is already within us, and from that umigarmei is darikikad misu. So the garden here is the flow of energy that comes from the Ein Sof into the, uh, into the person. All right, we'll, we'll continue. And this is the idea that we read in our Posik that Yosef is the one that gathered all of the Kesef, etc., that was in Mitzrayim, and he brought it to the house of Yes, to Pare, based on Pare. So the idea, what is the Kol HaKesef? The Kesef Shu Bechinas Chasodim. That the level of Chasodim, the level of Chesed, Yosef collected all those 
levels of chesed as we learned before that they were all nimshech to Yosef shekulom nimshochim bibichinas Yosef hatzadik they were all extended to the level of Yosef the tzadik so all the levels of chesed or av that we learned before they extend and they come to Yosef tzadik ukeniz karliil as we mentioned earlier, with regards to the matter that the Zoyar quoted in the Zoyar, that Oir Kadmo de Ganze Letzadikim, that this earlier light, the higher light that Hashem hid for the Tzadikim. So, who was the Tzadik that he hid it for? Shuhu Nimshach Bebchinas Yosef, that that extended to the level of Yosef. So Gazi Tzadikim is to the level of Yosef Hanikro. Yosef is referred to Tzadik Elyon. So when it says Gonzi Tzadikim, it means to Yosef Tzadik. So Vayilakid Yosef is gathering that Kesef. Vuhu and Yosef is Ganen no Deginso. He is the gardener of the garden, as we said that the gardener who makes and who plants from his level of chesed, the higher level of Oyer Kadmo, into the Malchus, into the Ganas, we learned before, Shemimenu Nimshech, that from him it extends, from the level of Yosef, Tzadik, Bechinas Ahave Musuteres, the level of that hidden love, Hanizkalila, as I mentioned before, Bechalachad mi Yisrael, to every single Jew. Vezehu, and this is the meaning what the verse continues. Vayelaket Yosef, Vayovei Beis Opare. He brought it into the house of Pare. What does it mean? The house of Pare is, represents here, who Bechinas HaMalchus. That is the level of Malchus, that he brought down the level into the Sphere Samalchus, Hanikra Ginsa, which is called the Ginsa, as we learned earlier, that from the Kavchut, the Hamshacha from Malchus, the Insof, the entire from the beginning to the end is all called the level of Ginsa, and that's the level of Malchus. And the Alma, this Galyom, and that goes to the revealed world, Shuhu Mokoir Nishomes Yisrael which is the source of the Shamas Yisrael, the level of Malchus, and Amad is And therefore, that means that Yosef brings it down to the level of the Yisrael, to all Yid, the into the Ginsa, the God the Ginsa. And later on, when we have the Av Musuteres in our, in our Avaida, that comes from Yosef. This is also the idea that we talked about. That we said that that Yosef hid three treasures. It's known in the writings of the Arizal. That Chesed is divided into three sections. Mehei Chasodim Hanim Shochim, 
from the five chesodim that extend into the level of Zov Zeir Anpin, and the Chesed Shebetiferes, so from that Chesed, it divides itself, it's Mishalik uh, uh, into three sections. What are the three sections? Hainu, Hashlisha Elyein, you have, the Kisvar Rizal says that the third Upper level third, who beginas helam vehester, that remains blocked and obscured. The nikra chasodim mechusim, and they are called the chesed which are covered. Ubei shlishim and two thirds misgalin are revealed. So now vahainu. So this three sections coincides with the three treasures that Yosef uh, hit. Those are the three treasures that mentioned before. So we had here two. We say that two of them have been revealed. One to Koirach and one to Antoninus. They correspond to the two-thirds, as we said in the Kisva Rizal, from the Chesed that are revealed. But the upper third... The upper third from that's the level of that's in the Chesed. That is the Shlishel Yein. That remains hidden and obscured. And that will be revealed to Tzadikim in the future. That higher level. Uh, but it also coincides with the level of Ava Mesuteris that we all have, but in a uh, broader sense, it would be Litzadikim, Laosid Love, as the Medrash says, that, or brought down before, that he hid the Oir Kadmo, was hidden for Tzadikim, Laosid Love, Ukumesha Kosuf, Oir Zorua Tzadik, that was the light that was sown for the Tzadik. Bahainu Inya Bechinas Oir Kadmo, that is the idea of this. Earlier, like she calls it tzaddikim, that he hid for the tzaddikim chut. So the cholze. So who hid this? The cholze hid min Yosef. We're saying that Yosef is the one that hid the treasure. So who bechinas yisoit? That is the level of yisoit within the sviros. Sheboynim shochi machasodim anal, which means the chasodim come into Yosef. They come into the level of yisoit. Um. That's the level of Yisrael. That we mentioned before. So according to this interpretation, we're saying that when it says the Chesodim Mechusim, that it brings down from the Kisra Rizal, that there is a Shlisha Elyon which remains the Chesodim Mechusim, uh, we're talking about that level of Eir that higher light. But uh, we're not talking about uh, the lower light, as we had spoken before, that in the Ave, we have the Ave, which is Neilod Min HaSeichel, which is the level of Ahavas Oilom. And then we have the level of Ava Rabbe. We're only talking about Ava Rabbe. The Rebbe adds now the Rebbe in the parentheses that Efshel Leimer Gamkin, we can also say the Chasodim Mechusin Megulim. That these levels of the hidden chasodim and the revealed chasodim that Kisverizel talks about, that one third is covered and two thirds are revealed. And before we learned that those were the matmonies that were 
Nizgale, but we can also say Hain Bikinas Ava Rabba Bava Sailom, they represent the two levels of Avarabe, which is the Mechusim, the covered, and also the Avas Elam, which is um, created through the person, but that level, the Sherjdar Ava, is considered the level of Ava, which is revealed. And then this will mean the Pasik of Elakid Yosef as Kol Hakesef. Meaning all of the kesef, then that would include hein ha'chsodim ha'chsodim ha'mechusim. Whether it's the chsodim that are covered, hein ha'mgulmer when they're open. So in that case, Yosef gathered all the ha'koyil heavy base of pottery. He brought it all in to the house of pottery. What does it mean? Bring the house of pottery. They are all revealed. These levels through the yichud that takes place of zo and nukva in atzilus between the midos and the nukva malchus, and that brings down both levels side the level of mechusim side the level of magul. Further, we can say that the lotion that we say base of that parry is loshin piriya, loshin uncovering. That shall ye day, parry base of parry shall ye day, piriya, through parry to priya misgalim, gimel, pirke, ha Then all the three sections of the chesed are revealed. So when he brings it to base of parry, not to remain hidden, but in parry becomes open, kiniskar. Be'etz Chaim, as mentioned in Eitz Chaim, but V'hakil Echot, really this is all the same, basically the same idea with what we learned in the Maimur inside. V'ayin Mashe Kosuv, B'Zoyhar, and look what it's written in the Zoyhar in Bolok, and that's on Dafresh Dalit, that B'inyen Bokor the Yosef. The Lashom over there with regards to that Lashom Mavuer, so over there it's explained that Gamkein, the Eirkad Mo, Haniskar Leil, the Eirkad Mo mentioned before, Nimshem Rebbechines Yosef, that it was extended level of Yosef, the David Atkin Le Chupa, and David uh, prepared for the Chupa, Chupa, uh, canopy, Kemeshekosuf, Boiker Erech Lechove Atzape. That's the idea of a lack of Jesus, a case of Yovin based pattern. But maybe in Yovin, the one who understands will understand. Why much cost of Posuk? The Mokim Acher al Posik on the verse, the Yimincho, the Kerev Cheikho Chalei. The Hoinian, that this idea, she is Galu, Hachasodim, Mikisuyom. What does it mean, Mincho, the Kerev, the Inian, that the that the chesed should be revealed from their cover, should be revealed from the cover, that the pirush, the meaning of kesef, because the Pasik says, so beretz mitzrayim heim chesodim mechusim, <clears throat> because in Mitzrayim they were hidden, or Beretz Kenanim Chesodim Megul, revealed Chesodim. 